Welcome to the Fear and Greed Daily Interview. I'm Sean Aylmer. One in six human resources professionals say they wouldn't consider hiring people aged 65 and above. That's a pretty confronting statistic. Research conducted by the Australian HR Institute in partnership with the Australian Human Rights Commission shows an alarming level of age discrimination, which is even harder to understand considering the high level of job vacancies. Dr. Kay Patterson-Ao is the Age Discrimination Commissioner for the Australian Human Rights Commission. Dr. Patterson, welcome to Fear and Greed. Thank you very much. Did it surprise you, one in six HR professionals saying they wouldn't consider hiring people over 65? No, it doesn't surprise me. Ageism is rife in Australia, both ways. Well, young people aren't experienced enough and older people are too qualified, etc., etc. So it does go both ways in other areas other than just employment as well. But I, that doesn't surprise me because my predecessor, the late Susan Ryan, a former colleague of mine in the Senate, undertook a study called Willing to Work and showed that a significant number of older people were willing to work, happy to work, and yet they are facing discrimination. That was back in 2016. And in 2014, she undertook a similar piece of research to the research we're talking about today and with the Australian Human Resources Institute, where they found that 52% of companies had an age above which they would prefer not to employ or didn't employ, and that was early 60s. Right. That was 52%. Now, the good news is that we've done a study in 2014, 16, 18, 21, and this is the fifth one, 23, and the good news is it's gone down from 52% who had an age above which they wouldn't employ people to 18%. That's still one in five companies <laughs> who are not prepared to employ people over 65. Look, the pension doesn't start to be 67. I mean, really and truly, I think we need to break up the myths about older people, understand the importance of what I call a 5G workplace, and it's not 5G telecommunications, it's five generations, and look at the benefits of having a 5G place. Okay, so can I just ask firstly, what, why? I mean, it's good news at least that, I mean, one in five is a horrendous statistic, but it's better than one in two. That's right. Which was where we were, what you're saying, nine years ago. So that's something. Why is it that older people don't get employed? Why do people not want to employ them? Well, ageism is rife. Oh, well, they can't do this. They'll be sick. They won't stay in the job very long. They don't know how to use IT. You know, all of those are myths especially people who've been in the workforce, many of them can use IT if they need it at a job or can learn. We're reasonably quick learners. I'm still working at full time and I'm 78 years of age. I mean, really and honestly, I think businesses who see the benefits of what an older person can bring, different skills often from a younger person, but they can blend those together, experience and youth and enthusiasm, and have a much more productive workplace. There's research from overseas that shows that multi-generational workplaces are highly productive. What is an older worker? Now, me, in my mid-50s, I'm suddenly interested in this topic, whereas 10 years ago, I probably wasn't. What is an older worker? I mean, what age does older worker kick in at? When we undertook the 2021 piece of research during COVID, the age at which they decided they weren't going to employ or didn't want to employ people had dropped to about 52 and I thought, oh, heavens, why is this? Is it because people have got a view that older people won't cope because of moving online to work? That's come back up again. It may have been COVID, I'm not sure. But some people say that people are too old at 42, 45. So it depends on the person who's employing. One of the things I think is difficult is a lot of the recruiters are young. 
Mm. And, you know, anybody who's five years older than you is old. I mean, yeah. that you know, we it's hard to put yourself in other people's shoes when you're a young person. It's not being critical of them. It's just they don't have the life experience. And here's somebody presenting and they think, well, will they be able to take instruction from a younger person? In my team here, my most senior person is younger than the whole team. Yeah. And I think it shows that older people can be led by a younger person. And so it's really important that we're not ageist about young people and we're not ageist about older people. But often who's old is from your own perspective. Yeah. So let's say the older people are someone older than me is how I like to think of it. But let's put that sort of that 60 upwards age bracket. What are the benefits of employing older people? Well, many employers report they saw no difference between older and younger workers in terms of this is in the recent study in 23. They didn't see differences between older workers in terms of job performance, concentration, ability to adapt to change, energy levels and creativity. That's the majority of them, over 52%, over 50%. The advantages of older workers they saw is coping with stress, their attendance, their reliability, their awareness, their commitment, their loyalty. And younger people were seen as physically capable, ambitious, proficient in using technology. So they see many things they don't differ on and some things they differ on, and they bring those different skills to a diverse workforce, and they can support each other and better reflect our community. I mean, diversity is a great word because we often think about diversity in terms of gender, but there's a lot more to it, race being an example. Disability. Cultural backgrounds, disability, but age as well. Yes, and I think people have got to understand that older people sometimes bring, for example, dealing with customers. Now, I, I know there's a major shoe retailer here in Australia who actually came and talked to a committee I was chairing, a collaboration on older workers of people like the Australian Hotel Industry and Australian Council on the Aged, people from Aki, you know, people from business and people from mm. the not-for-profit sector to look at how we could increase the employment of older people. And that we had someone come and talk to us who was absolutely thrilled to employ older people because they understood that people have bunions and that they <laughs> needed comfortable shoes and, and yeah. they were patient when people – and I've been – you must have not been in a woman's shoe shop, but it could have been. But sometimes you have them there and they've got 15 pairs of shoes or 20 pairs of shoes around them. You need people who can be patient, who get why people need to try – you're going to be spending $400 on a pair of shoes. You want to try them on and feel that they're going to be comfortable and last a long time. So their advantage of older workers – Bunnings, for example, is another company that – has older workers, you know, former tradies who can yeah. help people. I often rely on them to say, what sort of paint should I use or whatever. Absolutely, yeah. So if you, if you look at the way in which they can contribute, there was a company down in Wollongong that I, a group I met very early on in this job, and they needed two people to be in their car showroom to move cars around, to take them back when they'd been serviced. And they found if they had two people, it was hopeless because of some – especially if they were younger, the surf was up, they'd want to go surfing. And they said they got eight older men, said, I want one of you to be a leader. All I want, we want, is two people here every day. And so they mixed and matched when they wanted to have holidays, when they wanted to do, which days they wanted to do. And they all, and they had a reserve person. They always had two people. And I have to say they also said they didn't have as many people being booked for have, testing the <laughs> Mercedes Benz up the road. Yeah. We also had another another group that were ran a very small. This was down in Wollongong when I was looking at employing older workers as an issue, and wanted to see what was happening on the ground. One company, it was a small private health company, 
and they found that some of their older workers were accumulating knowledge about their clients that they could use. It's much better to keep Mrs Smith in hospital for two days. She tends not to come back. She just needs a bit more, you know, being a bit more sure. But Mr Smith, he goes out and he's fine. Yeah. But they don't write it down anywhere. And one of the pieces of work that we did, this piece of work we did in, over these five iterations from 2014 to 23, talks about gathering information from older workers as they leave. And a lot of companies don't do that and they go away with all this fantastic information in their head that they've never written down as to what's made them very successful employees. Mm. And so it's important for businesses too to harness that information or to keep them on part-time to transition the newcomers that can benefit from that experience that's, you know, if somebody working for 25 years in a place goes away with the very key knowledge that they need to keep their clients. Stay with me, Dr. Patterson. We'll be back in a minute. My guest this morning is Age Discrimination Commissioner, Dr. Kay Patterson-Ao. What about the actual candidates themselves, the older individuals themselves? Are they, I've got to say, my instance, when I got to my early 50s and I had left my place of work, which was a large corporate, I kind of thought to myself, I need to create jobs for myself here because I'm worried about, you know, I need to work for another 15 or 20 years and I need to create businesses myself to keep me in employment. Now, that was probably like a reticence on my side to jump back into the corporate world. Is that typical? Well, different people have different reactions. The piece of work that we did called Willing to Work, our predecessor did, showed that if men were knocked back in applying for jobs, they tend to have another go. Women were less likely to have another go, so they're more affected. And one of the problems we've got is we have a complaint system here. People can make a complaint to the commission and say, I was discriminated against on the basis of my age, unless they say, well, when I saw your age, you know, I realised you weren't going to fit into our place, or they say they're right back and and it's there in black and white. It's very much she said, he said. They'll come and say, oh, and we don't deal with the complaints. A whole different section of the commission deals with complaints. We get a summary. But one of the problems is that they say, oh, he said this. As soon as I walked in and saw my grey hair, he wasn't interested in even asking proper questions. It's very difficult to establish. But if we see a number of complaints from a similar business, the same business coming in, uh, they might call the business in for a conciliation with a particular person. It just makes them aware that they're actually breaking the law to discriminate on the basis of age because the Age Discrimination Act says you can't discriminate on the basis of age unless it's been established that you need to be able to lift, you know, 15 kilograms to do this job and you can demonstrate or you need to not be at risk of a heart attack if you're a pilot. So there are exemptions to that, but normally it's breaking the law, but it's very hard to prove. But sometimes just bringing someone in for conciliation makes them aware that their process has been ageist. Kay Patterson, Age Discrimination Commissioner at the Australian Human Rights Commission. One more question. We're running out of time. How do we change all this? It's probably the biggest question of the life. How do we change it all? How do we make it better? I think, you know, I'd like to say that my predecessor, she was the first Age Discrimination Commissioner. I'm the second and my term finishes in a couple of months. You know, we've been working very hard to highlight best practice, to call out bad practice, to do this research to show that people are still ages. But look, there has been improvement. We know from the research that the employers who are not willing to employ an older person has gone from one in two down to one in five, but it's still not good enough. 
you know, people shouldn't be discriminated on the basis of their age. And you know what I say to people whenever I talk on this issue? It's the employers who don't have a multi-generational workforce who lose out. There are so many benefits of the skills younger people bring, the skills middle-aged people bring, and the skills and knowledge older people bring that make your workplace better, functions better. You know, I was talking to a plumber, a, a business who makes plumbing plastic pipes in mm-hmm. Western Australia. They brought in an old retired plumber, and he said, if we deal with this in a different way, we won't have so much breakage. So he brought experience of his working with these pipes to their production. He also realised and said to me, they sit around the work table and they're complaining about a wife and he, the older person will say, look, you know, you've just got to get through these bumps. If you get another one, it'll be just as bad in 10 years' time. <laughs> and he said they give them those sorts of advice. So there's all sorts of stuff that happens on the factory floor, yeah. in the workplace and in the kitchen, in, in the room. <laughs> in the meal room. That's fantastic. And anybody who gets the message that 5G workplaces are more productive, then they'll be the winners. A win-win for everyone. Kay Patterson, thank you for talking to Fear and Greed. Thank you very much. That was Dr Kay Patterson, Age Discrimination Commissioner at the Australian Human Rights Commission. This is the Fear and Greed Daily Interview. Join us every morning for the full episode of Fear and Greed, Australia's most popular business podcast. I'm Sean Aylmer. Enjoy your day. (laughs) 